0: hello everyone <laughs>
1: hello everyone hello
0: everyone let me try again Sorry. hello everyone i'm teresa and i'm <laughs> okay let's try it again hey everyone i'm teresa and i'm sarah and this is the catch me up podcast a podcast where sarah and i a married queer couple in healthcare that live in the south catch up on our lives current events And hopefully get to talk to some interesting and dynamic people in the process. Hey everybody. I just wanted to come on here real quick before the episode starts and say we, in this episode, we are trying to use some new sound equipment. And in the beginning, I don't have the levels where they should be. So um, please be patient and keep listening because it's such a good episode and it was so good to catch up with Sherry. And I don't want the poor audio quality in the beginning to deter anybody from listening on. It does get better into the episode. So thanks for listening. And here's Sherry. All right, we're going to do a shot I need first. A sh- yes. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> shots with Sherry. <laughs> shots with Sherry. We're doing Pink Whitney. Pink
1: Whitney shots. You're going to bring those. Goodness pool. gracious. Yes. Working on it. We did cheers. All right, cheers.
0: cheers to <clears throat> I guess. Goodness gracious. I thought you were just supposed to. I can Drink it.
2: <laughs> Y'all just threw it down. I can't.
0: <laughs> and we don't even take shots. Ooh. I can't <clears throat> tell. Pink Whitney.
2: That's delicious. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. Now my face is but torn. it would get you drunk. Come I'm
0: gonna get you. Hello everybody. Hi everybody. <laughs> hey. We are here with Sherry Turner. You want your first and last name or just first That's name?
2: That's fine. I'm Sherry Turner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sherry works with me. Um she's also a respiratory therapist. And we talked about her. I think on the first episode. Yeah.
1: she's probably part of the reason that this whole podcasting got started because yeah. everybody at work tells y'all that y'all need to be starting a podcast. Yeah. Apparently, I've already been warned by your coworkers that I cannot <laughs> interrupt and I just gotta let y'all talk. <laughs> okay. Because that's true. Apparently, we get into, y'all get into some wild stuff. Not
0: wild, just yeah, mm-hmm. it just be interesting. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: For
0: sure. <clears throat> so it's uh, noon on a Friday, and we did Shots with Sherry. Shots
1: with Sherry. Shots with Sherry. So, uh, Oof.
0: my belly's feeling it already. So mm-hmm. we did my cheese. Pink Whitney. Not sponsored. But so we would love the sponsorship. Let's start by just, these are questions I haven't
2: even asked you. Okay. Where are you from? I am from here, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. And you went to? High school. Brainerd High School. I went to Brainerd High School. I okay. am a Panther. Class Ooh. of ninety six. Okay. Okay. Yes. Where was Sarah
0: in ninety six? Let's find out. In
1: nineteen ninety six, when you graduated, I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to start. Oh my goodness. My summer
2: before kindergarten. I was a oh, sophomore. Okay, so,
0: oh, so I was a sophomore in high yeah, school. I guess
2: this is part of the scene is to make me feel old. Not <laughs> no, no, <just, laughs> even me, like I
0: was telling a story the other day and I said something about ninety seven. I was a junior in high school and she was like
2: I was
1: in kindergarten. I was (laughs) was six years old. I just finished kindergarten. Oh lord! It's kind of it sounds gross when like you talking about two kids like with a big age gap like that eight year age gap but then like it don't matter now. Yeah. It don't matter.
2: Yeah. All right. So you graduate high school from Brandon Mm, High School and then And then uh, I was pregnant. I think I found out I was pregnant that year. I had my daughter in '97. So no, that went that year. So. Um, I went to work in McKee Bakery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was there for 15 years. Oh my God! Yes, I didn't uh, stop working there until uh, my last year of clinicals when I decided mm. to go to school for respiratory okay. therapies. McKee represent
1: my. Mom. How, did McKee,
2: how did you? How did you find out about respiratory therapy? I didn't know it was a thing until I got put in. I didn't know it was a thing either. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do something more stable. I knew I wanted to come out of the hairnet and make mm-hmm. a better life for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I was a single parent. Her dad was in her life, but, you know, we wasn't together. Mm-hmm. So I knew I wanted something different. So I went to, um, what is that, the health Building or whatever, and I looked at different pamphlets Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, I like to tell people I didn't choose respiratory, respiratory chose me Mm -hmm. because I had no clue what it was. And the one thing I was freaked out about is the suction. And I was like, I'm gonna have to do that. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness. But then I compared it to poop. Mm -hmm. So, poop versus suctioning. I can do just suctioning. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Poop is no, no ma'am, no ma'am, no sir, no poop. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's how that's pretty much how that went. And I think I was. 35. Yeah, I was 35 when I graduated. It was my first job. She was a student, though, at when I was there. I was. She likes to tell people I was mean. She was mean. She never <laughs> spoke to me.
0: See? I... That's she never spoke thing. to me, you know, I'm not going to say the
2: hospital name again, but <laughs> it was the thing about them really not liking students, mm-hmm. but I never had that vibe with them. You know, some people click and some people don't.
1: Yeah. I don't
2: know if it was because I was older, you know, whatever, but uh, I never had a problem with the people. Really. Yeah.
1: Dorothy talks about you. She loves you.
2: I love Dorothy. Mm, Isn't love she just her. so wonderful? She is. She came to my wedding. Oh. I know. You no, know, I, I will go to war for Dorothy. Me, too. Yes. Golly, she she always made me so feel, you know, like I was already a therapist, you know, as, in clinicals and everything. So, yes, nothing but good things oh. about Dorothy. Mm-hmm. I love her. I miss her, too. So, so tell
0: me about being a senior or just graduating and finding out that you're pregnant. How does that, how, my mom did the same, my mom was pregnant with me right out of high school. As
2: um, know. Well, I, of course, it was scary. I kind of went back and forth, yeah. to be honest, you know, whether or not I want to really do this. Because me and her father, we were together. We wasn't together. Mm-hmm. So it, it was one of those things, like, do I really want to do this, you know, yeah. whatever. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So we did it, and yeah.
1: Did you have, like, a lot of support from your family and yeah. things like that? Yes. Nobody yes, I
2: had more than enough support Good. from my friends, my day ones, as I call them. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of support. That's awesome. Aww. So, yeah. And we stayed, my mom stayed where your friend stays, with the smoke detectors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, ton so my mom used to watch out all the time, and uh, I used to drop her off over there because I worked night shift. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, I hated night shift, and I think I was nine months pregnant. I had a car wreck mm. on the way home, so yeah. I could have I could have lost her, but oh we were fine. Gosh. I hit two cars before I woke up. Mm. Oh jeez! Yes. I had night
1: shift. I used to hang my head out the window on one. I did that home? that day, and it's I was like, close. You're just like yes. nodding off like this yes. on the freaking interstate, yes. and you knew you're gonna take the interstate to go anywhere. Yes. So yes. that's so scary. It
2: is. It is. So I hated oh my night God. shift. Yeah, but yeah. But we survived. She's 26 now. She's just turned 26. Yeah. December the 26th. So, yeah.
0: I remember just recently realizing something about you and, like, where you came from mm-hmm. when we left Jasmine's visitation. And you ran into that lady. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you did it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. You did it. And I was just like, because I didn't pursue respiratory Mm -hmm. I just got thrown into it Uh in the army I was like oh yeah like I knew that you took pride in your job Mm -hmm. like before that but seeing her response to you Mm -hmm. and like talking to you about getting getting out of McKee not that McKee's a bad thing but you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I was just like oh yeah like Sherry has like I don't know what the word is, but like...
2: You know, it's a song. You can say it started from the bottom, now you hear here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's why I take so much pride into my job, into my credentials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, I you know, when I want to do something, I think about my credentials, <laughs> you know, or whatever. But, yes, um, McKee is a very good place to work. Uh, I, I'm, I hope it's still the same way. I would never say anything bad, but it was just time. I, when I first started there... It was so many people there had been there ten years, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where she's coming from with that, like ten years and more, and I was like, "Oh, I'd never be here ten years and when I thought about it, I was already on eleven, mm. yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my gosh it it goes a little deeper than mm-hmm. that, and I don't know if we have enough time to go into oh, we got that all the time <laughs> it, we got all the with time. me as far as why I decided to mm-hmm. do that um I'm not afraid to say it, and I speak it sometimes, you know. I have uh, been diagnosed with seasonal depression. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just depression all the time, but it's usually just around this time of the year, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So I'm a social butterfly, and that's where a lot of our parties and gatherings with our friends come from because I need that in my life. You know, some people don't need that, but I do. With that being said, uh, I had went through a bad breakup. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up having to get on depression pills and I felt like, you know, I wasn't loved. I wasn't cute. You -hmm. know, I was fat. Nobody loved me. And it seemed like every time I was in a relationship, they always went for somebody that had not necessarily credentials, but had a good job or more. more, Yeah. A more professional lifestyle. Mm. And uh, I started looking at myself and it, I did it for me, so I wanna be clear. Mm-hmm. I did it for me and my daughter, but I did, you know, take a step back and look at, you know, I can be better. I yeah. can yeah, I can you know, I can do a lot of things. You know, I just hadn't because you get into the factory jobs and you make decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. It ain't a lot, but it's decent. It's decent and and decent, at the yeah. time McKee was, you know, the highest paying job with good benefits. So that was the place to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I got stagnant with that. And then, you know, uh, coming out of depression, had a very good uh, nurse practitioner who I still see Mm. to this day. She started out at McKee in like the, um, the nurse's building Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then she went into her, uh, practice, uh, outside. Who is it? Uh, her name is Cynthia Schaefer. (gasps) She's at Udawah, CHI Memorial. I love her.
1: My mom, you know, my mom's been a kid, so she used to see her too. And then I worked at. Worked in pharmacy in Ottawa and
2: like mm-hmm. all of her. Um, I would love her. Aww, she, that's so awesome. She's getting of age, but I hope she don't uh, <laughs> retire on me anytime soon because she's just been time. she's start. been with me from the good times to the bad. She's I seen the good, that. bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So I did get on meds and start thinking clearer. Start mm-hmm. you know being able in therapy. Yeah. Thank God for therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so. What she meant by that to go back to that is a lot of people get standing in McKee. I have friends, you know, who just put on Facebook today. This is their twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who started after me, so I probably would have been there maybe. Uh, let's see, twenty five, thirty, thirty five years, maybe God. thirty years, thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, almost thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, close to it. Uh, twenty seven, I think. Mm. So yeah. Um, so yeah, they were very proud of me because most people, but, uh, so yeah, a lot of them were so supportive and so, uh, they still are. So when they see me, you know, they just give me the biggest hug and say, I'm proud of you. You know, you, you did it. You know, Mm -hmm. you said it, you did it. You, you came on through with it. So yeah, I I appreciate that. I needed that Yeah. because I think without them, you know, the support of them, I don't think I would have, you know, done it. Yeah. You know, because anatomy was hard. (laughs) Yeah. It was hard. My daughter was in softball, volleyball, basketball. I had to take them books with me. But, you know, but, yeah, it was hard. But we we got through it, you know, even with the last year of me not working, you know, uh, student loans Mm -hmm. and Pell Grant and all of that just to get by. But we we did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. mm -hmm. And you're excellent. Like,
2: I try. Nobody I'm is not Izzy, but that. I try. No, I try. She is. Yeah. I she try. Is. <laughs> I, I take pride in, in my work, you know, and my credentials. I know everybody be like, it's just, you know, at where I'm not gonna say where we work at mm-hmm. on here, but you know, we had some, uh, what do they call them texts? Oh, text. like
0: interns. Or, interns, yeah. tests.
2: So on their badges, they had respiratory therapists as if they were already one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm offended. I worked too hard. I took mm-hmm. three board tests for my, you need to get that up off their badges. Yeah. And it wasn't nothing offensive towards them, no. but at the same time, I worked too hard for mine. ain't yeah, yeah. we're going to be just giving stuff away now. Yeah. You know, if we come to that, I'm in the wrong place. Anyway. And you are, we
0: should say you're married to a man that works in the medical field.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk about Tony? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am. He okay. is a first assist. What, what, what point did what, you meet what? him? I actually met him at McKee through a mutual friend. Mm. And when I first met him, um, this is funny. When I first met him, he, he was in a nice car, an infinity car, but he worked at Wheeling Foundry. Yeah, he used to work there, and I just—he, I guess he had just got off work, and my friend was trying to introduce us, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, he dirty," <laughs> and so I—I I didn't pay him no mind, and then I think I—I. I, Met him again, maybe two, three le- years later. And by then, he was a uh, surgical tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, we was at a Super Bowl party. And he would tell everybody the story of what I had on. I had on some white tight jeans. Ooh. He was looking at my booty or whatever. <laughs> but, but yeah. But anyway, so we reconnected and we exchanged numbers and all that. He was coming out of a marriage at mm-hmm. that time. So we kind of took it slow. But we dated for about, I guess, about nine, ten months. And then... Uh, after that, we didn't speak for about a whole year Mm -hmm. before we got back to talking and being friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how long y'all been married now? Uh, nine years. It'd be 10 years this year. That means there's going to be a big party. I know everybody's (laughs) there because you know we had a a nice size wedding and Mm -hmm. then uh, we had the five year turn of takeover, so it's only right that we do one (laughs) for the ten year. But we'll see. But you just you just threw
0: Tony a fiftieth birthday party. Oh my God! Tara and I got to go too. When
1: (laughs) I say this was the fanciest party I've ever been to, this was the fanciest party I've ever been to. We had so much fun.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm glad it was was a black and gold
1: party. Oh my God! It was it was fancier it than our fancier wedding 100 percent. yeah <laughs> the food uh I, I still think about them salmon bites
0: every day i know
2: I, I know i love them salmon bites it was an open but ball no unfortunately
0: yes. yes you did that did you do that on the side at some point Didn't uh you? Did yes yeah. i
2: used to do balloons and we, we used to do weddings me and my friend demetrius yeah. uh we coordinated weddings and yeah. um, planned and did all of that? Yeah, you're yeah. so
1: creative. Like, yeah. just you do a good
2: job. Yeah. Yeah, I had to come out of that. People get on my nerves. People are crazy. It's hard. Yeah. That it, kind it of service hard.
1: industry stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. no I'm good
0: at like planning a party, and people are like, "You should do this." I'm like, "I don't want to deal with yeah. people. Right. I'll plan yeah. my own stuff." But
2: you do one little thing wrong that they don't like, and, and it's, it's just like, and I'm then like, social good. media is out there too, so mm-hmm. you know you can't. You got to watch what you say. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know it's not. I still have credentials behind my name, so I had to come out of this. This was the hobby, and it was just like either, you know, it's going to get really bad or, you know. So, yeah, it was one person that made me so upset. I took a job on Tony's birthday, and I shouldn't have never done it. Mm -hmm. But she was so picky, so picky. And um, she was just giving me a hard time to, at that day, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna give you your money back, and you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "No, no, no, no." So I went on, and finished the job, but I, after that, I was done. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. It's fun mm-hmm. until you're
1: like paid for it and yeah. you have to make it nice for other people. Right? Like, no thanks.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. How did um like how long? What is the genesis of CNT Lounge like? Has that been like since y'all been married?
2: Actually, we have a
0: uh, well. It started out when we're sitting in CNT Lounge right now. We are. Uh, we'll take some pictures. <laughs> it
1: is so official. It's so beautiful. I walked in. My jaw
0: dropped. Lots of options.
2: Yeah. So a lot of people try to Google CNT Lounge. CNT yes. Lounge is actually the bar at our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started out with Tony first learning how to bartend because we have. Oh, it's not an island. What is this called? Like a mini bar peninsula? Okay. Well, there you have it. <laughs> So we have that, and then uh, for Christmas I bought him the I don't know what those called the little steps. And stuff. No, the steps. Oh, yeah, so the racks on, for the, the liquor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it started out like that, and then it just have grown so much. <laughs> like it's it's not that we drink a lot. It's it's becoming a hobby. Yeah. but we don't have to go anywhere. But we actually go places to the bar and socialize because again I need that. But anyway. So, um, Tony had started mixing drinks and they was God awful at first. <laughs> he didn't know how to, it was all about the layering mm-hmm. and not necessarily the taste. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They were so strong. So we have a, <laughs> a friend named Cindy. She came up with the name c Lounge cause mm-hmm. we would come over every once a week. They would come over and, uh, we would just have drinks. And mm-hmm. so she named it CNT Lounge That's and true. it's just been with us ever since. And it was probably, our Maybe our first or second year of marriage. It's cool. And so, so um, CNT Lounge is made up of a group of primarily um, our marriage couples, friends. Mm -hmm. And it's probably about, Mm -hmm. mm, I said about 10 couples. Nice. And we we get together. Do you need a white (laughs) lesbian couple? I'm sure they would have you. They, they remembered you at Tony's party. The girl, the white girl with the bun. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's we have a couple of singles in there too. My sisters and we have another friend that's in there. But yeah, that's that's who CNT Lounge is. We we're not just friends. We're a family. That's cool. That's yeah.
0: cool. Did Tony just like teach himself
2: how to bartend, or did he do um, some classes? He had anything? got. Uh, He kind of taught himself Mm -hmm. um, primarily, but he did get his uh, ABC license. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. He did get his license and everything. And, uh, of course, it's it's like a crash course. They don't really Mm -hmm. teach you a lot. But he have learned through uh, another bartender um, that he's worked with. He still works with him as well when they – have a large wedding or something they'll work together yeah so yeah he's just kind of cool. self-taught
0: that's cool that is cool
2: Mhm. yeah so he still does weddings and parties you know so y'all hit him up we can get you a rate yeah for sure sponsored yeah. by CNT lounge yeah. sponsored <laughs> by CNT lounge <laughs> um and yeah. CNT stands for sherry and toning in case yeah. anybody didn't know okay
0: when we went on our honeymoon on virgin they did a ton of cocktails like mm-hmm. i mean like Beautiful, beautiful cocktails. Mm-hmm. And so when we got home from that, I was like, I want to learn how to do this. And yeah. I looked at going to some bartending like, classes. But mm-hmm. it all seemed like I wouldn't learn. It It would be just like, you know, stuff I could do already. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, You have
2: to go to uh, what you call like a mixology place. Yeah, I would class. like to do that. My cousin did that in Atlanta. Yeah. Where they taught them how to mix yeah. and layer drinks and everything. And that would be a good thing yeah. to do. She learned a lot. Of course, they did it with water and food coloring. Yeah. But, you know.
0: But when I attempted my one night of of having people over to make them drinks, I blacked out. And we oh, was that the time no, you I said was you it was yeah. done drinking? <laughs> oh, No, I haven't done a lot of mixing
2: since yeah. then.
1: Ooh. Not a lot of mixing since then. <laughs> Not a good idea. Yeah, but terrible. You just gotta
2: know your portions. Yeah we did not we did not. We didn't. <laughs> what was you mixing? What did you make? Tell it gin, gin, well, make you sing. Don't <laughs> ever make
0: no. Gin and champagne and glitter. What
2: is, And okay, so my daughter <laughs> just had that. Um yeah. she called it a French 75. No. I, I think she actually called it like a a gin lemon drop. It was something with something mm-hmm. in it did have some lemon juice it. In was it. lemon juice and then Juice. Yeah. The em- she just in. had that last week of she went to Listen, Houston. Listen, they're very good. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: were delicious. Uh-uh. And we served them in our, like, fancy, like, fancy. wedding champagne glasses. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, we still drink out of ours on our, our do anniversary. Yeah. Do y'all still drink out of yours? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I got them down for they, New Year's Eve. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They're getting
2: a little tarnished, but, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. So, one of the things that you and I get into a lot at work is race. Mm-hmm. Not get into, we're not arguing, but we're just, like, trying to understand right. like, each other's cultures. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess we can, Tony's party is a good way to maybe inch into that conversation. So, Tony's party was, how many people were there? Um, about 150, maybe. Oh, like 100.
1: 150 people. <laughs> it was more than it was at our, that's double, triple what was at our wedding. <clears throat> we had a small wedding, but,
0: small wedding. and then six white people, maybe? I'd say maybe 10. I'd say 10 okay, that's fine. I'm not, I'm just saying, and out of those 10 white people, we were two of the only ones on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had asked you later mm-hmm. that I said, uh, well, cause you said that some people asked about me later and I was mm-hmm. afraid that I had done something, something wrong to offend somebody. Mm-hmm. And we just were talking about, I said, I did say like, I legitimately wanted to know if when there's a a gathering that is primarily African American. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to talk about that too. African American is getting like some backlash right now. Um, People don't want to be called African American. They just want to be called American. Really? Yeah. Like a celebrity. I wanna say like Raven Simone or something. Because she was like I, I mean, she's, she's like, different. I know, but she was like, I I don't know that my roots are in Africa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. where I'm yeah. from. I'm American,
2: and I have to be honest. Sometimes I I might not put. It depends on what the application is or what it's for. You know, mm-hmm. when they do race, sometimes I might put other just yeah. because. Why does it matter? It doesn't. What right? Does it matter? Yeah. yeah. But is black offensive? Not to me. Okay. But it. I, I think, think it's the context that, in which you use it. Like yeah. You know, like you said, Raven Simone. You know. Yeah. Uh, people who don't you know say they're black or white or african-american i think it's defensive to to those people yeah i'm not one of those um it is what it is you know um the same you know with you you know when Mm -hmm. i was like okay what do (laughs) y'all (laughs) y'all which you know i guess it's could be offensive to some, because I'm saying y'all, so it's like, who are you considering y'all, because yeah. it's the same with me, who who you calling yeah. y'all, mm-hmm. but, you know, what do you prefer to be called? Right. So, you... who,
0: yeah, I'm asking. I mean, I'm lesbian. Mm-hmm. Sarah would probably say she's... I don't, it's hard,
1: because I don't really... She doesn't like don't...
0: the labels. I
1: don't like the labels, <laughs> okay. but, like, I am just, like, queer is, like, a thing that is, like, a brand, like a... Umbrella term, and also so queer also is queer mostly
2: like everything. Mm-hmm. It is queer
1: is like almost is like
2: not straight.
0: Okay, not straight. Okay, basically. But yeah. When I said that at work, people were like, "Oh, we thought queer was offensive." Well, it can <laughs> be, did. and it
1: used to be. Yeah, like people. But used I feel
0: to- like I feel like it's been taken back, or yeah. Like- changed or
2: yeah whatever. for sure well, you gave some education on that not mm-hmm. to s- stir away from what you yeah, yeah. were no, talking okay. about but you did get ed- education on that because a lot of it i didn't know was offensive you know yeah. Uh like it's just almost where you just don't say anything because you don't know what offends people now mm-hmm. everybody's so sensitive to yeah. everything you know so it's like uh, well, what do you <laughs> th- and then when you say well y'all because you don't know what to say that's offensive mm-hmm. so yeah my, I, 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 think do like,
1: good. I think y'all was good. Y'all is a good encompassing term. I but don't know because Teresa get offended. I don't, uh, and I'm sure did. my coworkers would say so. she'd
2: be like, "Who is y'all? Who's y'all y- people?" I'm a peacemaker. So I, I like. like that. I like to challenge.
0: I, it doesn't actually offend me. I, I just like to be like aware of like we don't think about what we're saying a lot of times, mm-hmm. and like it's fine in our yeah. safe space, right? Like I don't think anybody's going to get offended, but out in the world there are people who would be offended by that yeah. being lumped into something and just being careful about yeah. what we say. And I do like that about our crew is that like, I feel like they are comfortable enough with me mm-hmm. that they can be like, tell me about this. Yeah. that They don't know. Ask whatever. a question or you. Yeah. And you know, they hear us talking about God knows what and, um, I've had hard conversations with Ryan, like yeah. shout out Ryan. He's probably listening. Oh, Lord.
2: <laughs> hey Ryan. But we, we have lots Ryan. of conversations
0: where we're like challenging each other about the way that we think, but, but yeah, what I was getting at was like swag surf. Mm-hmm. So that came on. I didn't really know anything about yeah. that, but Sarah was like, that was
2: your first time hearing it. Mm. It was it, your
0: first time hearing yeah, it. Well, it was probably my first time like hearing it and knowing that there was a specific like Dance that people oh, okay. did do. It. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because Sarah was like, "Oh, they're swag surfing," and then, then Sarah, we, how do you know so much? Sarah knows a lot. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay well, I went to high school in the uh, mid to late 2000s, and <clears throat> this is what we did. Like, yeah. the, I was just I turned on the like 2000s crunk. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. The
2: millenniums on the are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It ain't like that's what we
1: dance to. That's what we dance to. And then one of my really dear friends, Kiana, is mm-hmm. a black girl, and she is just. Uh,
2: she do educating,
1: educating, us. educating us 24-7 yeah. about, like, music and, mm-hmm. you know.
2: what is good. What
1: we can and cannot say or <laughs> should and should not say. That's good. So, yeah. yeah. So, I'm lucky in that regard.
2: And I'm glad the world have opened up to that now, where people are able to talk about different things that makes each other's race uncomfortable, but be able to get an understanding and education sure. instead of just being ignorant to the fact of what's going on, you know. Yeah. So, I, I do love that about our friendship, mm-hmm. you know, with you, you know, um, and you know, and they, they are sometimes hard conversations, but you know, you never know, you know, what somebody else is thinking or feeling or wanted to ask until you do it. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It does make me sad. Like, I understand why there's a bit of like hostility probably not the right word, but like walls up with between like um, I understand why there's like if I were to approach an African American worker at a store, mm-hmm. I can tell there's a difference between the way if I approach them and start talking, the way that they initially respond to me versus initially responding to somebody else that's African American. I get it. Like I, so what do you what do you mean by that? I don't think all. All African Americans are that way, but would you not agree that like African American people are initially maybe skeptical of white people and their intentions?
2: I think it goes both ways. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but what I, I think is, it goes both ways. But uh, you saying basically how they respond to you? Like, yeah,
0: just like maybe a little bit more of a who's this girl? Yeah. What she want? Like what she want? But but. So I do think it goes both ways,
2: <clears throat>
0: but and I think obviously we talked about this maybe a yeah, week or two ago, right? But obviously, like African American people have a right to be mad about things. I don't 100%. think. 100%. I think white people maybe are skeptical, mm-hmm. but they don't have any reason to be mad. So, like, you know what I mean? So, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I am not. I I I one hundred percent think there's a thing called white privilege. I one hundred percent think like things needed to change a long time ago and still have not changed. I a hundred percent think there are still like walls up mm-hmm. that, you know, I started on third base mm-hmm. and you started at home. Mm-hmm. I, I think I know that, but and that makes me sad. Yeah. I mean, obviously I can't, there's nothing I can do to necessarily change that. Right. But it does make me wish that like what you and I have mm-hmm. could happen a little more organically just in general, which we are in a bad spot of the country for that to mm-hmm. happen in general. Like, I think, like, the South has got its own stuff mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that feeds into that. Um, I think the economic disparity in Chattanooga, like, the, the just, like, extreme, like, Tunnel Hill apartments mm-hmm. to, like, the gentrification of Main Street. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's atrocious. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not coming on here and saying I have any answers. I'm just saying I mm-hmm. wish...
2: You don't
0: have the answers. I don't know what the end. An- I mean, I, th- I think the answer is attempting to understand each other. Yeah. Right? Like, which is what you and, and I, I think, do. I think
2: we, <clears throat> the world, is coming around. Yeah. It, it's not where it should be as far as percentage goes, but I, I think it is coming around some. You see a lot more interracial couples. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think people are more accepting and um Thank God, it ain't like it used to be. You mm-hmm. know, where it was just like, no, absolutely not. You're not bringing them home, whether there was. You're not bringing that white girl home mm-hmm. to my house. You're not bringing that black guy mm-hmm. to my house. You know, or whatever. So I, I think maybe part of that is when. Hmm. Let's see how kind of. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it started with our kids being able to go to the same schools mm-hmm. and being around each other. Yeah. And so as they have grown and got older, they're more accepting and maybe. Showing their parents and grandparents that it's okay. Yeah. This is okay. You know they're not bad people just because mm-hmm. there were bad people. Yeah, back then everybody's not a bad person. You right. know, and you still don't know everybody's heart. You know, every mm-hmm. you know you still could have somebody who secretly just don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, unfortunately, you know I, I know someone that's like that. Just don't like it like who who bought that white person in here mm-hmm. you know whatever and it's just like hey don't say that like we yeah. got a lot of friends that's like that don't yeah. don't do that because it's almost at the point where you like okay i'm gonna need you to just fall back you know like so what
0: do you think that that comes from you think that comes from they know white people that have treated them poorly
2: mm-hmm. or they are they just have decided like I, I think it comes from that. Yeah. And they decided they would never be good. Yeah. Just like you have vice versa. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you say. I don't care what kind of profession they have. You know, it's just people's mindset. They're not open. Yeah. And so, yeah, unfortunately, we we had to deal with something like that. You know, it's just like, hey, that ain't cool. Like, because mm-hmm. they're going to be around, you know? Right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, like... <clears throat> I don't think it's the same thing. I'm not trying to say it's the same thing, but I do think maybe like we all experience. You know, you and I, you and me, and Ryan tried to have this conversation at work the other day about <clears throat> biases. Everybody having their own biases, mm-hmm. and you know, Ryan Ryan disagreed a little bit. But I do think like obviously <clears throat> African Americans have more reason and more experience, probably daily, to feel that way about white people. Mm -hmm. And probably specifically like white people of a certain generation. I don't know if that's true for you or not. Like
2: Like older? Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like if you meet some young white kid in general, you know, they're exposed to a lot more than like somebody in their 70s, 80s who didn't go to school with Mm -hmm. black people. You know what I mean? I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. But what I was going to say was like, I don't have that with african-american people but i do have that when you know i walk into a patient's room and you know uh there's a bible on the counter and they're praying and they're watching fox news and or joyce meyer and i assume that if they knew i had a wife now that assumption is not accurate either all the time right right like but what my experience in life has told me is that There is a group of people who don't agree with the way that I live, and so I am more cautious in those rooms to not say my wife. I say, like, well, I don't say anything. I try not to to say anything. But I say, like, my partner or my whatever, spouse, Mm -hmm. significant other. So I do think, like... I do think that everybody maybe has people that they feel more on guard about, and I think that that's natural. Like, I think that, like, I'm not saying it's great or that it should be, but we have life experiences that tell us, like, mm-hmm. this is how this person probably is going to respond yeah, to us or to you. And yeah, I mean, I, I think, think that's it's just looks, survival. Right? Well, wouldn't, uh, yeah. wouldn't it be
2: fair? The yes. looks. get <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: Can you tell from somebody's face? You can tell from somebody's face, but you don't want
2: to be judgmental, you know. But (laughs) kind of, sorta. Well, you Um, thought I was
0: a bitch when you first met me, so. No, I didn't. I
2: didn't think that. So did I. I I didn't. I didn't think that. Sherry just
0: poured us a drink. What's this called, Sherry? It's called Incredible Hulk. Mm. Incredible Hulk. It's green. It exactly. has a hypnotic hypnotic <laughs> and Hennessy and Hennessy and Sherry doesn't know that we are gonna have to take a nap on her couch <laughs> after this podcast
2: <laughs> is something. It's it's a famous we- drink that uh, we like to drink. It's good. It mm-hmm. is good. It Not reminds hypnotic, me of though.
0: that. Um, I had never had a green tea shot. Have you had a green tea yeah, shop? I don't. Really, they're
2: weak, but yeah, I they never. Are weak. Well. Yeah. What I like
0: about them is that they don't taste like alcohol. Right. At
2: all. They're more on the refreshing side. They just go. We down. get sidetracked here. You, um, you ahead, back, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Yeah. So I I'm just a, saying like I I I'm I'm saying like I don't
0: I don't think it's the same thing. Like mm-hmm. but I do understand if I notice that an African American has like an approach to me that is a little like standoffish, mm-hmm. I get
2: it. Like yeah. I'm not like I wonder why they don't wanna I mean, be my you best shouldn't. friend. <laughs> no, I realize, don't mean, what they're doing is correct no, because but I, of what have happened in the past. No,
0: you but know? I realize there's some things, like, I have to get over before yeah. I'm going to be able to actually,
2: like, yeah. they're going to be able to see me for yeah. who I am. Just don't think too much of it. But you know? then, I, not I think to. there's
1: an extra layer into it, like, because you're already in, like, a healthcare setting where, yeah. like, black people are, like, historically, like, receive, like, disproportionate care. Mm. Like, have and have, like, experienced, like, Trauma from like the get go, mm-hmm. from
2: like, yeah, and white I think providers. some may go in thinking that as well, that they n- might not get the kind of care, yeah, uh, depending on who you see first. You mm-hmm. know, I think when school day taught, us, you know, like the first person they go into, like emergency room or whatever, that mm-hmm. kind of determines what kind of care you feel like you're gonna give. That yeah. person was awful to you, and like they wasn't listening, you know, and all of that. You know, we got this thing about uh, thinking everybody's drug seeking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just I just try to be nice to all my patients, whether you're nice yeah. to me or not. But uh, believe it or not, I like the mean ones, unless they too she... mean where it get me boiling, I'm like, absolutely. Well, you know, not. I don't
0: care about the mean patients. I know. Sherry, Sherry had this patient the other day. She like, go in there and talk to him. He's an asshole. And I went in there. I was, I was like, hey, hey man, what's up? <laughs> and he's like rawr, rawr, rawr. and i was like oh yeah and mm-hmm. i just was like
2: oh yeah <laughs> i was like i have this was what i was born for was mm-hmm. navigating yeah. assholes but after <laughs> i done dealt with them one or two times i'm just like i can't do it no more i don't have time for this so, it's true
1: it's like when you try yeah. the first couple of times and then you're like okay this person just is yeah. like hellbound yeah being unhappy i
2: have my go-to's it. i have some go-to's that can deal with them ryan is one of them shout out to ryan, oh, and, shout out to ryan. <laughs> and uh Our manager now, she she's very good with those type of people too, Mm -hmm. Summer. Summer, So shout out to Summer, Mm -hmm. she can deal with them too. People love her. Yeah, they do. She is just and she just what's the right word? She can she can say it in a nice way, but she can charm people. She used that little southern no, but she can say and that curly blonde hair. She can say hell no
0: in like the most polite way. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay, honey. I'll check on that, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm, yeah. Or I'm like, nope. I don't know about that. I don't
2: I'm know like, about nah. that. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> yeah. I'll uh-uh. <laughs> Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. I think
1: that's a. I think that's like a Southern white girl thing too. It's like you have been raised your whole like I have been raised my whole life to be like you're like acquiescing to people's wishes. Like you're yeah. being like, okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll do the best that I can do. Do you, you actually can. see what you can do? Sometimes I do. Yeah, I say that
2: a lot, you know, when especially out of my scope. A lot of times I lie, out of my scope. sometimes I do. Yeah. Can you give me some coffee? Okay. Let me I go press ask. the button, and then I, you know, I I, <laughs> I will sit on there, there if I feel like the patient can't really talk clearly. I'll be like, hey, patient needs some coffee or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, I'm just, we're just too busy. I that... will, I'll go make the coffee. No, not that. I'm not doing. I like to make
0: coffee. All right. I would be curious anyway. to talk to you about um, COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You definitely... Sherry Sherry works in the unit that handled pri- most most of the intensive care mm-hmm. COVID, COVID patients, mm-hmm. and that was you know terrible for everybody. But
1: Sherry got it extra terrible. Yeah, I think
0: exponentially. Yeah. I got to be down there a few
1: a little while with Sherry, watching her try to do her thing. I don't know how they did it. How long, I mean, how long How long
2: had you been on RT before COVID happened? COVID just ended pretty much. What well. not ended, I mean, but yeah. last year. Yeah, so probably seven years maybe okay. six seven years mm-hmm. yeah because people like like
0: yesterday we got a massage and um but you have to write your whatever so mm-hmm. she was like i saw your respiratory therapist and i was like yeah she was like how was covid i was like oh it's terrible mm-hmm. i was like i was a, i've been a respiratory therapist for almost 21 years and i've never seen anything like it yeah. like it's stuff you gnarly. read in the books yeah never thought it would happen yeah, yeah. You know so, so yeah, so that entailed, you spent a ton of time in these patients' rooms where intubated, prone. you are, you know, in the beginning we weren't 100% sure how you got it. Right. So we had booties, hey, gown, man. gloves, goggles, masks, goggles, hairnet which is terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's terrible for 5 minutes, much less, you know, yes. hours. And you're already sweating cuz you're scared. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So And you're
1: like running back and forth yes. people are trying to die back yes. and like constantly. So
0: what do you feel like that period of time did to you? Like, do you approach your job differently? Do you approach life differently?
2: Yes. It- it definitely taught me the value of life and living for today. That's why I go so many places, too, other than being a social butterfly. <laughs> but, like, um, I use Tony, you know. Uh, yeah, I was
0: going to say, because Tony got it. I'm Tony was got it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I had been working COVID since day one. Uh, I didn't choose to work that unit. They chose it for us, uh-huh. and because I always took that unit you know it was like okay hey here you go this is your assignment you got one over there with COVID and he never tested positive but we treated him as if he had it but so it started from there and then I guess I was probably that probably started in March or April and then I was out for surgery in October had been working COVID that whole time never got it warmer PPE everything and then Tony who's a first assist working at the other hospital, the surgery team had a bad problem with believing COVID was real. Just surgery, period. I don't know why it was mm-hmm. when, you know, um, they can just come <laughs> to the unit and see the patients and what they were dealing with. But they weren't all- like...
0: In the beginning, they, they were, were not, not accepting. But they weren't doing a lot of testing either. No, they were It was wouldn't. like they didn't think they should test before surgery. Then right. they would
2: go have surgery, find out they had COVID, and then yeah. everybody, yeah. the whole R is going But <laughs> even then, they just was just like, no, this is not true. Like, this is not going on. It's like, it's, how can you so say that? we? They wouldn't wear their mask, and my husband's problem was one of them that, he 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 knew COVID was real, but he was um slacking on the mask issue when they always sit around or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um I was out for surgery and um he came home sick one day and he went straight to bed like four or five o'clock, went to work the next day. So finally tested. He had COVID. I had it too. I started feeling like I had a headache, mm-hmm. and before we even tested, I knew what it was. I was just like, oh my F and goodness, mm-hmm. we got COVID. You know, and so we got tested, and sure enough, we were. But he started running a temperature, and I thank God for one of the intensivists we had. Uh, He's no longer with us working at our facility, but I was able to call him and see what I needed to do for Tony. You know, other than what I knew to do was prone him and— ibuprofen, Tylenol, you know, Gatorade, and all of that stuff. But it really wasn't working for him. He was very fatigued, very lethargic, and uh, he his was His sats were
0: getting low, weren't
2: His sats started getting low at, <clears throat> that night, and um, he was just diaphoretic, and I was mm. just like, okay, I can barely walk at this time. I had abdominal surgery, so I had on a binder. I had never drove since surgery. I think I was a week out, mm. and... Um, so, he was sweating and everything, so I text the doctor, and uh, and he was like, you know, uh, bring him in, and shift change. At this time, it was like 11. He was like, bring him in, and shift change in the ER, because that's when it would be better in the ER, and he can be seen, and he won't have to wait. Mm-hmm. So, I got up about two or three to use the restroom, and uh, I've read it, just pouring, pouring. Mm-hmm. He was prone, but he was pouring. I put the set monitor on him, and set was like 80-something, and I was like, okay, it's time to go yeah. I got myself ready first. Then I got some popsicles out of the freezer, grabbed them, threw them in the car, got him in the car, drove. I don't know how. I guess I'm adrenaline. I called our respiratory department and it was Lauren. Mm -hmm. I thank God for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, It makes me tear up, but I called and, uh, she had everything ready for him when we came in, you know, in the ER. And uh, they was, like, signs some paper. So we went in. They had the vapor therm. She had the vapor therm ready for him and everything. We put him on. His, his head was just pounding. Mm. So, anyway, make a long story short, they didn't keep him. Dr. Tucker came down. Mm. And uh, thank God for him. He said, you know, he was like, where is she at? Because they told him it was my husband. <laughs> And he came down, and I thank God I have a good relationship that, you know, they know if I brought him in, it must be serious. You know, it was something I couldn't do at home. So he came on down, and he gave him Decatron, gave him some things he needed. Mm -hmm. And thank God for Decatron. And uh, is it Tramadol for the the headache?
1: Tramadol. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. And Tony was like, I don't need this. I need that. And thank God for Devonna. Got right on it. We call her Tootie. She got mm-hmm. right on it, and uh, he got that IV going, and they was like, take him on home. You can do better at home. Took him home. Before I can get home, he had already perked up. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. God. You know, so mm-hmm. make a long story short about that, which has already been a long story. Mm-hmm. But that taught me to let the small things go. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, you know, nobody's marriage is perfect. We had had some trials in our marriage in the beginning, you know, that, Kind of had me, like, uh, still upset about it, you know, whatever. But, you know, I was living day to day. But, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you can't move forward in a marriage with holding on to things. Even though you forgive them, you don't forget them. But you got to learn how to move past it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's when I had my last cry about it.
1: Mm.
2: And I decided to let it go and move forward, live for today. Because I almost lost him in that t- that taught me that i did yeah. love him i did still love him i still wanted to be with him mm-hmm. you know or whatever and for that uh yeah i'm i'm at peace i okay. have peace and there's nothing like peace i tell everybody all the time you know if somebody disturb your peace is a problem and if you disturb <laughs> mine, i'm coming for you <laughs> because i worked so hard to get it so yeah, yeah. yeah so covid told me a lot to yeah. live love And enjoy the life that you have. Because you don't know. We saw so many people come in, you know, uh, 30, 40 years old with with the Delta. Mm -hmm. And small kids. You see them, you try to talk them down, you intubate them, and they want to know if they're dying, and then Mm -hmm. the next day they're dying. And you already know coming in that they're not going to make it, you know. So I I didn't want that to be my husband, you know even though I had no control over that, yeah, you know, but I was just like, I'm not leaving, you know, we're going we're gonna to fix this, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, yeah, COVID was a bad time, bad time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was terrible.
2: Well, I appreciate you sharing
0: that. I know that's yeah. a lot, but I think, like, <clears throat> I didn't even, when I asked you that question, I didn't even think about your, I mean, I knew that Tony had it, and I knew that you had gone to the ER, but I didn't really, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it was, it
2: was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a lot. Again, you know. Do you feel like it's made you a better at your job, or uh, it definitely <laughs> made me? Uh, I always felt like I was uh, a good therapist, and I still feel like I am a good therapist. But I do uh, take pride in talking to my patients. I fight for my patients. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care. I fight for your patients. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm. I'm more on the fair side. What's right is right. Mm-hmm. so it's if it's something that my patient need and I feel like that we supposed to be doing or whatever I'm gonna fight for them yeah regardless I don't I live to see my patients they can come in on a ventilator that's fine mm-hmm. but I love to see them get off and I can go to the floor and I'd be like hey you yeah. was in CCU good to see you without that tube out there too, you yeah. know yeah. so that's what I live for and that's what I aim to do To so, you know see my patients get better yeah What's it like
0: being the only African American female in our department?
2: Well, I was the only African American, period. Yeah. I mean, Andre's uh, there now, but um, until uh, one came back. So I thank God for the crew that we have now. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody gets along well for the most part. Yeah. I don't think race is an issue yeah. that I know of, uh, but it definitely was before yeah. COVID. It definitely was to some people where they actually went to HR about it. Yeah. Um,
0: and that had to do with some other people that aren't there anymore either, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't think race is an issue in our department necessarily, but I do like wonder. Do you feel like? Does it ever feel like not lonely, but like do you wish that there was people there that? Well, we understood we have. Be- I've, I've about one
2: more. We we just hired another one. But, no, I don't think, I think everybody understands. Oh, but she's on nights. She's on I guess shift. I mean on day shift. Yeah. Because, like, even me, like, there's
0: no gay people on day shift. <laughs> Everybody's on night shift. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it's true. Yeah. So, when, when there are questions, like, coming at me about that. There's but you a, live there's, for that. Oh, I do. But there's sometimes where I'm like, I wish somebody else had, like, my back a little bit.
2: Like. I don't think it'd be mm-hmm. that. I think it'd be more of you educating people. Yeah. You know, versus a debate. You know what I'm saying?
0: So yeah. you don't,
2: you don't necessarily need anybody for your back. You know, it's, it's more education of question and answer versus debating where uh, the Bible says this, I'm just using that for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. that I know of, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't ever feel like, um, and I hope nobody ever feel that way that I got special treatment cause I've never had honey, but, uh, <laughs> because I am, you know, oh, primarily, but no, yeah. you know, whatever, but. I know I am I can be very opinionated. Yeah. But the thing about me, I can be opinionated for you. For you, I don't care who you are, what color you are. Right mm-hmm. is right and if I feel like something is wrong or whatever, I'm I'm definitely going to speak about it and say, yeah. "Hey, you know, this is this." Now, they could shut me down. Do they shut me down? I mean, they hear me out, but, you know, uh, that's one of my New Year's resolutions. It is my New Year's resolution to not what? be so opinionated. Why? Why? I, I know think- everybody keeps saying why. Because, and, they, and you know, um, I feel like I talk too much. You know, I feel like everybody's fight is not my fight. It's not my battle. You know what I'm saying? And then a lot of times I find myself, and I use work as an example, I'm fighting for people who won't even fight for themselves. And then they'll come back and say, I'm yeah, glad you true. said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but why is it me saying that? Right. So a lot of times I I know things and I see things and mm-hmm. I just don't say nothing about it because for what? I can't fight. I can't be your mouthpiece. And yeah. I So I guess that's really what I want to change about myself, being other people's mouthpiece who are not willing. But, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess there's a difference between, like, being a mouthpiece for somebody who doesn't have a voice. Yeah.
2: And then, yeah, somebody who's just not willing to, like, fight for themselves. It's a different thing. Like, if I open a door for you and I said the most part of it, it's okay for you to chime in and say, hey, yeah, like, yeah, this is this and this and this. Say whatever you say to me Mm -hmm. or say whatever you say to the department or whatever, you know. I'm just using work as an example. Just, yeah. just be. You should be able to say what's on your mind if something's bothering you. If you feel like something was wrong and you've mm-hmm. been mistreated or whatever, you should be able to say that. And yeah. I, you know, they would tell me and it would burn me. Mm-hmm. It would burn me. So right, here I am. You know, I would say something just like, let's use this as an example. Is this mic on? <laughs> Last week, this is what happened. What happened was. Know. So we get incentive for coming I'm in. Get in <laughs> oh, we no. get incentive for coming in on your extra day that you're not scheduled to work. Mm-hmm. And so incentive is extra money. Extra money.
1: Good money. Here. So
2: the incentive went from to <laughs> to some of the nurses that day. Mm-hmm. So that didn't apply to me to that day. However. If you're going to say we're across the board, you know, we need to be across the board. So, anyway, I don't want to go too much in detail because it's work. But, however, this is what happened. So, I brought it up. We wrote an anonymous, anonymous note that someone okay. told me. To, Hold on. Nobody told you to write the note. Yeah. You said, I'm going to write a note. What should I say? Listen, and I
0: helped they, her they all, the
2: all they all voted that I write the what? note. And I didn't want to write the I note because no it was my my yeah. handwriting. So, Someone coached me. I didn't even know how to spell those big words. <laughs> you know hear me? I out on a word No, I wrote it out. And I said, they're going to know it's my handwriting. So, anyway, I wrote it out, what she told me, t- she being Teresa, told me to say. I was helping. You know, I like to write. Yeah. So, I wrote saying. it out. Okay. You know, use her big words. It didn't
0: apply to me either, though, that day, to be fair.
2: And okay. so, when. The manager came out. She was like, yeah, I got this letter. So she
0: wrote the note (laughs) and then slid it under our manager's door that was closed.
2: Yeah, she was in a meeting, so I figured she would get it. So, they used to get anonymous letters all the time. So, I just feel like, okay, let's just, let's just do this thing. So, anyway, I slid it under there, came back to sit down. She came in and she was like, What's this letter? She was like, So, do we have evidence of the increase in incentive? Do we have names, page stubs? She said, I need concrete information
0: about this rumor, basically. I'm summing like, it up nurses that nurses getting are, are getting more. Yeah. Yes. You and and, you and so. Said, so I went
2: like this. In five, not even five seconds. Sherry. <laughs> yes.
0: Because I thought Sherry does have the information. And I thought, like, oh, we're going to get this. She didn't even give she me an needs, opportunity. She needs information. Snitches, snitches get
2: stitches. So I said, Sherry. Well, I'm from, snitches Sherry's
0: get stitches. You do be snitching. Well, oh, my like, God. It, it was her. horrible. I was like, Sarah's always like, you need to shut your mouth. But oh, I, I didn't sh- think. But here's the thing. If I thought. That summer had come out, and like somebody was legitimately gonna get in trouble.
2: Girl, that's not her first time. I
0: never would have said nothing. this is not her
2: first time. Let's be clear, this is not her first time. Do Did I they need not, to not
0: like send out the text, text messages?
1: Do they not send out the text messages to the no, 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 and be no. like, hey, do do they know no? Doing so, doing it?
2: Doing so the the girl agreed it. to come to- for. She wasn't coming for the, and within like five minutes they text her back. So anyway. That you know. We, the thing told. is,
0: okay. I did tell on Sherry.
2: She and threw me under the it, girl right under the
0: bus, right
2: under the bus, so quick without okay. hesitation. I don't even think she took a breath. I was just like, "What in the holy hell is going on?" She be doing
1: that shit to me too. I
2: was hey. like, "Sherry, funny.
1: and everybody
2: <laughs> laughed so hard." I was like, oh, god, <laughs> "Oh my god." I was like, see, this is why I'm not gonna be very opinionated. Don't tell Teresa nothing. You don't want the big folks to know. No. Yes. That's
0: not, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> if you say to me, "Do not tell anybody this," I w- I will never tell anybody. Some things nothing. you shouldn't have to tell people. that. But you just common sense. Listen, common some sense. Summer wanted information to get us more money. Sherry has that information.
2: But that ain't what you do. So, well, that, I, no, you let it. You I ain't even get a, a chance. But listen, you give me a chance to respond. Okay, right. You give I'm somebody right. else a listen, chance to respond. I texted Cherry, and
0: I said, I am so sorry that I failed you. And I said, I'm ashamed. You should be. You should be, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You you should I'll never be. do it again. Well, see
2: I how you learn. You see, okay. how, Hypothetically, it's somebody in CCU, and you should go follow up with Amanda and see which CCU nurse well, got it. Listen, we still ain't got it. So. No, we don't. That's and true. I told him I would come yesterday for it. But this ain't about the, the yeah. place we work at. Okay. okay. <laughs> but anywho, I was just using it as an example I how she to. throw people on the bus. I wasn't, If I y'all don't, don't want Teresa to know something.
0: Y'all, that's not true. I'm a good secret
1: keeper. I can't say anything. <laughs> I can't say anything bad because she'd be like, I'm going to text your mama right now. I'm going to tell your mama. Oh, no, no, my word. I don't, I don't
0: text her mom. Sometimes But do. I believe it. I do. Because you want it Here's to be better. A, no, <gasps> let me. Here's the thing, I will do a lot for a laugh. Mm-hmm. So if I think it's gonna be funny,
2: there is a greater chance that I'll do Don't it. Don't be funny at the expense of others. There
0: was no expense to you. In it wasn't. Movie. I'm not saying
2: my situation. Right, fine. Because I I can hold my own, ma'am.
0: I do
1: like my family's like on me laugh. anyway. So yeah. then Teresa joins in, and they just I have
0: tried. Is me. that your
2: defense mechanism?
0: It's the way I grew up. I mean, my dad's. Love language was making fun of you. Like, so <laughs> if I'm like teasing you or giving you a hard time, that's I probably really true. like you. Like,
2: that's
1: true. And if
0: I'm being like, ha, 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 nice to you,
2: I probably don't like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't like a lot of people. Let's talk about that. I like a lot of people. Are you, do you think you're friendly? Standoffish? Okay. I do think I'm standoffish
1: in the beginning.
0: But I like a lot of people. I just don't have a lot of room for like BS. Yeah. If I don't feel like you're real, I'm not messing with you. Yeah. Like, if I think you're being fake to me, then I'm like, I'll say hi to you. Yeah. And be kind, but like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to like get to know you because I don't feel like you're gonna let me get to know the real you anyway. So yeah. what's the point?
1: That's fair. So Ooh.
2: that's fair. I, I think I'm some of the a, same way.
1: She's a tough exterior, but then when you get
2: inside, she's all nice and like. Well, I'm, yeah. So okay. I haven't experienced it so, with her. No, stop it. You have to. <laughs> so okay, go. Ahead. No,
0: but like uh, there was a time when you and I first got together. I was singing. You know, I sing a lot at work, <laughs> and I was singing that Sam Smith song, mm-hmm. and I was singing. Why am I so emotional? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sherry was like, "You ain't emotional. Oh, you dude. cold." Blah, blah. I was like, "Sherry, I cry all the, mm-hmm. all the time. All the time." And she didn't believe me. And I was like, "Did listen, she, Was she
2: crying all the time? All the time. Yeah, I
0: cry a lot." Okay. I cry Not way more. I
2: cry way more than you.
0: Why, why yeah. are you crying so much? I'm in touch with my emotions. Okay. She I've been in therapy emotional. for 12 years. Go ahead, ahead with your So oh. So I told Sherry that I was going to. Uh, That's the problem when we first really started yeah, talking. Yeah, started talking. Like giving each other a hard time. I told her I was gonna climb i was going up on top of a mountain to watch oh, the sunrise mm-hmm. and get in touch with my emotions. Mm-hmm. And she was concerned. I was very she concerned. She was
2: concerned that I was she going up go on this there, mountain by off. myself. Yeah. <laughs> At five AM, five, six AM. <laughs> but <laughs> I had oh, my God. But I but I
0: didn't tell anybody that I was like pl- planning a romantic sunrise time with you. Yeah. Where we went up to uh Prentice Cooper. S- Prentice Cooper? Prentice Cooper. But it's Snoopers Rock. Snoopers Rock. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, re- oh, that's what I was doing. I was researching online mm-hmm. how to get to that rock. And you were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to go up on the mountain and watch the sunrise, and cry. And <laughs> Sherry was like, so that next day I sent her a picture from there. And I was like, I'm up here crying by myself. <laughs> and she was like. <laughs> so concerned that I was not okay. Yeah. So it was like way later when like we finally told people that we were together. Mm-hmm. That I was like, I was. You
2: told me we was like, walking out one day. We uh-huh. was walking out, and uh, you was, you asked me did I know her. I was like, girl, I don't know no 5 self nurses. You was like, well, she's not a. Five South anymore, she's 5 in CV. Yeah, okay, I was like, mm, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't learn them nurses. I think I came to CV to check on you, and y'all were waiting on the heart to come, mm-hmm. and y'all were both in there. And you was like, "This is Sarah, the one I was talking about." I was like, "Oh, okay.
1: oh, I kind of remember that." We were like down there in like
2: a uh, it was an empty room. Y'all was waiting on yeah. the patient to roll, and I was like, oh, "Okay." And then that day we was leaving out, and you was like, "You know that girl Sarah?" I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like. <laughs> She's like, that's my girlfriend. I was like, no, it's not. And she's like, she yes, it say, is. No, it's not. I no, said, it's not. that girl got a black girl booty. <laughs> she does. I said, she's cute. That's so, yeah. how She's cute. That's What's sweet. she doing with you? That's I, did, I did not say. Every time you see her on the phone, she's talking to Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. It's okay. well. my wife. It's my, my, my wife. That's my wife. That's my wife. Okay. That started a whole. Yeah, thing that started way. the whole thing. Do y'all miss y'all spouses? Yeah. And why y'all at like, work. Oh. I was like, shut up. She told me about yeah. that. Yeah. Do so you got question and everybody... answer on here? No, don't tell her that. You got question and answer. Don't tell me what.
0: <laughs> well, she was gonna tell how I made everybody text their spouse, oh and you didn't want Tony to know
2: that. Oh, so I don't care. Oh, but you... you didn't
1: text Tony. No, I she did. 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 Did he answer?
2: Finally, after overlooking what I said. But, yeah, he did. Aww. He did. But he probably, if I hadn't came back with something else, he probably would have answered that one first. But, yeah. But uh, that was a good exercise. So, yeah, the question but is, what? do y'all miss y'all spouses when when you're at work? Just at work. Like, just at work. Good Lord. That's a long time, though, 12 hours. 12 hours is not a time, a long time.
1: I, can go Unless, I, I
2: can think go if you're on night shift and day shift, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. could go, what, a whole day without me? Well, be just fine. because,
1: like, I get in the zone at work. A <laughs> <laughs> I get in the zone. You know me. You she also work.
0: works with a supermodel, so that's a little offensive. Oh, my goodness. Stephanie. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Stephanie. Stephanie.
1: Mm-hmm. She's so beautiful. She's, like, a, Gre- a Greek goddess. She's yeah. just, like, tall. Stephanie
2: may be listening. All right, listening. calm down. I
1: hope so. <laughs> Stephanie, if you're listening, I love you so much. Hey, Stephanie. She is so beautiful, and she's smart, and she's funny. She's tall. Oh jeez. Like,
2: okay. Oh Calm down. Yeah. Well, I feel like our podcasts have been all over the place. We yeah, that's talked the about best it. kind. It's okay. It's okay. That's yeah. The best kind. But I I question. Yeah. What is your love language? Do you know? My love
0: language, the first one is probably physical touch. Pitch. No, oh, hers is physical nice. touch. Really? My mm-hmm. first one is probably words of affirmation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then quality time. Service. I can
2: see that. That's yeah. Tony's yeah. You're a fixer. You like I to fix language. things. That's I why like when all she the tells you something, you want to call her mom and fix it. Yeah, I do. I like to fix things. Yeah. Trace's so.
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: love language is all of them.
2: <laughs> I do like all of them.
1: <laughs> Mine so. is just
2: time. Time. You like time? I like, yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I
1: like uh, physical touch and quality time. I could just have my little pinky toe on her like this and be happy. My love pink is full. Yeah. But yeah, she's like, talk way. to me. Tell me about your deepest insecurities. Oh, you know my word. <laughs> I want to tell that. Like... Sounds, <laughs> that sounds just
2: like her. You know, people don't understand the power of the love language. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when y'all having, you know, disagreements and stuff or y'all seem to can't get back, you
0: mm-hmm. know, to where
2: you need to be, sometimes if their love language is touched, get up. Give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it just fix, fixes everything. Yeah. Yeah. But people don't understand that. Or just Tony's like, his words
0: of affirmation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Really. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think love a lot that. of
2: he likes to be. I think a lot of thank men you is, and yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Teresa does too, and that's just like something that's not really important to me. So it's kind of hard to like step out of my own like. Well, this is what I like. Would I'll want. bring her
0: like a drink and I'm to like, set it down and I'm like
2: <laughs> she's going be like oh thanks you're welcome yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. want you to acknowledge it. I don't, you know. Right. Tony had i uh, I'm going to use this, that sand thing designer down there for my wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not the right, that's not the one that we did at our wedding. No. It was us and our kids. We did it. Mm. And one of our friends, it was sitting up there, and one of our friends hit his head and knocked the whole sand thing mm-hmm. over. Oh, no. So Tony redid it. It wasn't us and the kids, but he mm-hmm. redid it, you yeah. know, or whatever. And it had been there for a couple of weeks, I guess. And I saw it up there, but it probably was when he wasn't there. And he was really upset that I haven't mentioned that mm. I seen that. And he was like, that was something that was sacred and everything. He was like, you haven't even, you, you haven't even said nothing. That's been up there two, three weeks. And I'm like, I saw it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, thank you. I, you know, I didn't know when you did it, you know, yeah. or whatever. But thank you, you know. But that meant a lot to him. Yeah. He was very yeah. upset that I didn't well, say anything. Yeah, but I, would, I probably could, just I would forgot. I that way too. I probably just forgot. Like you know, I, I got other things. It. I
1: got other things I'm thinking about. If you don't like put it in front of my attention, it's hard for me. Yeah. But yeah.
2: but it, yeah, well, you got to really try deep, to. Though. I guess get them their love language. Otherwise, they just a mess.
0: Okay, so I think we should probably wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say like. If anybody has any questions, questions for Sherry, questions about our healthcare experience, question about race, something that you guys would like to, to talk about, um, feel free to email us at catchmeuppod at gmail and we will try to get back with Sherry and have some drinks and answer those questions. Have some drinks. <laughs>
2: Don't have... Like we
0: <laughs> Sherry got me drunk over here. For sure. We have a full bar at my home. <laughs> I
1: love that. I do have like, um, my friend Mara had sent me a, th- uh, like a, she'd listened to our, uh, one of our previous podcasts and was talking mm-hmm. about, she sent me a message and said, so when you were talking in your pod about how Teresa and Sherry have really intense work conversations, I think that would be interesting to explore. Alan, who is her husband, would was frequently horrified when I mentioned conversations I would have with coworkers. And I think there's something about healthcare, maybe ICU in particular, that makes you like trauma bond, so you just get into deep shit with your coworkers right away. So do you think that that's part of it? It's like you're already in such an intense like situation at work, like you'll have like people that are dying, and you're like. So you feel tubes like you're comfortable to so, say anything. Yeah, and so you're just, especially with, like, COVID, you know, people yeah. are, like, dying all around you. You're, like, doing death care on all these people together, and you're, like, pulling tubes out of people, and they're dying, you know, immediately. Do you feel, do you feel like that is why it gets so intense, or do you feel like it's just because you are in, like, close proximity with these people? I think you call, are you
2: calling thing? it intense because it's about, sometimes it's about race?
1: Well, or just, like, I mean, because, like, me in particular with my, like, with nurses. Can you have the
2: same conversation with your coworkers? Like, I think
1: so. Yeah. yeah. Me and Jasmine used to talk about the craziest stuff. And then, like, okay. me and Mara
2: and me and even, like, my, like our friend Blake. What is, is, is Mara white? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I do think, like, I think the, like, sense of humor of healthcare professionals is a little twisted. Yeah. Like, it has to be. It's, like, mm-hmm. a coping mechanism to oh, deal with death. Mm-hmm. So you like joke Horace, about horse stuff that you like people would be like, Oh my God, I cannot you believe you're joking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. But I think part of it is just personality. Like I think if I think Sherry, if Sherry and I had met at McKee, we probably wouldn't have these same conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just depends on personality and like how safe you feel. So I, I think it's part of it. I think the trauma bond is a real thing. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I'd also think like Being a safe person is part of it, isn't that?
1: Because, like, I felt, like, I always felt, like, safe with my coworkers because, like, you, like, trust them to, like, Watch over your person that you're taking yeah. care of when you leave right. for a second. So it's like I think it's just like a level of trust that you create yeah. with these. You don't, people. Yeah. No. you don't trust
2: everybody. Yeah, you
1: don't trust everybody for sure, and you don't get like that deep with everybody. Yeah. But with certain people, it's just especially if you have like like an ECMO patient, or, like yeah. a really sick person, and you're stuck in there with them, and you're like, oh, we're keeping this like human body mm-hmm. alive together. Let's talk about something intense. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think funny? for me, and Teresa, it wasn't necessarily the trauma because well, i worked, really in worked in a, together that's yeah I, you that's worked true. in a clean unit mm-hmm. and i worked in the dirty <laughs> don't go that way unit <laughs> that's the way they that's the way like yeah. people wouldn't even want to walk that way the yeah, doors I open people was holding their breath <laughs> you know they'll take the stairs instead of getting on the elevator yeah. Yeah. that type of thing so it wasn't that i think our personalities just clicked um yeah yeah.
1: That's true, too. And healthcare, I think, especially if you're, like, in a critical care level, like y'all two are.
2: Teresa's looking at the liquor. But go ahead. Very specific. You don't need no more. I'm good. No. I didn't, y'all tough. didn't even have a full drink. But go ahead. I know. I'm sorry. I, listen, I, I, I'm sorry. I, listen,
1: I'm a lightweight. I can't have I half got a distracted. glass of wine for dinner. I'm like, oh, I'm not <laughs> Because it's
2: wine. it make you sleepy. Mm-hmm. It
1: does. It does. But anyhow. But yeah, I think it's just, like, an intense person wants to work in the ICU. Yeah, and then, good. like. That just kind of comes with intense conversations. Yeah. I mean, I had intense conversations on the floor. Me and Jasmine just talked about crazy stuff when we worked on the floor together. Yeah. But, like, and, yeah, a lot of people. But, I don't know. It's yeah. just, I think healthcare care in general, you have to be a little crazy to want to work in, like, a hospital setting. If you
2: ain't crazy, it makes you crazy. I mean, it you does. Be a therapist, you have to be, you have to, you can't, you have to be a patient person. You have to be somebody who can stand their own. Mm-hmm. You have to be somebody, um who don't panic we don't yeah. panic yeah. you know whenever if you see us panic then you got a problem well, you need to panic. panic you need to you need to go get help and <laughs> we're panicking yeah you know uh but the most of us are, are pretty much stable <laughs> calm cool collected mm-hmm. yeah. therapists. you know yeah so yeah okay. if you see us panic then that's that's a that's a big problem so anyway. okay okay well, wow. I've enjoyed was, this. Yeah, was this was good. so fun. It was fun. We will do it more.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. fun. And uh, we appreciate your time and your alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody and has honesty. any questions,
1: you can comment on our Instagram or you can send us an email Please or just do. text or just text one of us. That's how yeah. I've gotten a lot of my follow-up questions.
0: So. And hire, hire CNT Lounge for your next party. Yes, yes. CNT
2: Lounge C&T for your next Lounge. party. Lounge. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. All right, we'll see y'all later.
2: Bye. Bye. Tschüss.